morning. Welcome to your weekly personal finance programme, Money Talk Extra on RTHK Radio 3. I'm Peter Lewis. One of the objectives of Money Talk Extra is to promote the concept of financial education for all, no matter how wealthy or underprivileged you are. I fully understand that managing your finances is much more challenging if you're on a low income. But even if your income is below the Hong Kong median of 15,000 Hong Kong dollars a month, don't despair. Good financial management, prudent spending and budgeting can make a difference. This week, I explore ways to save money when you are on a low income. Jimmy Lam looks at how owning a pet could impact your finances. Finally, I speak to another of Hong Kong's renowned fund managers for advice on how to successfully manage your investments. If you have a topic in mind that you'd like us to discuss on the programme, or you want some financial advice, please do get in touch via email, moneytalk at rthk.hk. You'll also find us on Facebook, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. Saving money when your income is in the six-digit range is easy. But how do you go about saving money when living on a lower income? The average monthly salary in Hong Kong is 15,451 Hong Kong dollars per month. If your income's at or below that amount, you may be finding it difficult to save any money at all. Even the best savers can be wiped out by one emergency, which can leave you living paycheck to paycheck. However, saving money is still possible with a little creativity. To find out how, I went to speak to Chris Tay, Vice Chairman for Finance and Administration at the Institute of Financial Planners of Hong Kong. Good morning, Chris. Hi, good morning. Now, we've talked a lot in Money Talk Extra about budgeting and about saving, but a number of listeners have said to me, this is all very well and good, but we just don't earn enough to be able to save anything. So how can we try and deal with that, help with people who maybe are below the median income, find ways to save? And in particular, sometimes people mean they actually don't think it's worth saving because the amounts they can save are too small. What would you say to that? Well, actually, um, living on a low income is very challenging, but there are things you can do to help you feel a bit more financially secure. And saving will be one of the must, I would say, to give you more financially, um, I would say, secure feelings. So when you are living on a low income, it can be especially hard to save money for things like an emergency fund, um, education, retirement else. I, but I truly believe that um, even if you have a low income, you can still save money if you are diligent about the process. And even if you save a small amount, over time, that starts to build up, doesn't it? So people shouldn't think it's not worth saving even small amounts because it can make a difference over a long period of time. Well, um, normally uh, for those people who make such a uh, you know, um, judgment you know, for the saving concept, normally they, um, they, I would say they don't understand about the, uh, the actual meaning of uh, saving. Actually, saving means, I would say, uh, that would be uh, to fulfill our... Uh, some mid-term and long-term targets. So I'll say, uh, you know, once we, we got our uh, regular paycheck on a monthly basis, we would like to set aside some money for, uh, I'll say, uh, as a saving to fulfill some mid-term and long-term goal. I'll say before making a decision to spend. So I would say um, for those people who just think, well, they don't have enough money to save, they may not go through a very serious process to evaluate their spending pattern. So one of the big costs here in Hong Kong is housing expenses, whether you have a mortgage, whether you rent a house, um, that's a big, big part of your income, isn't it? Are there ways in which you can try and reduce your housing expense? Well, and luckily that the housing expenses account for the majority 
of the household income in Hong Kong. But uh, we can be smart. There are always a few very good ideas uh, available on uh, uh, renting or buying a house. And on rent, well, we may enjoy some privilege, you know, through the public housing, subsidized housing, or some private market. The only things that we sacrifice would be size, location, and the maintenance quality. If you own a house, you may be able to refinance your mortgage at a lower rate and free up some money that you can put into investment or savings. If you are single, you can even take a take in a roommate or two and charge them rent to save money on housing costs. And what about if you're renting? Are there ways in which you can maybe think about uh, saving money on rental costs? Well, um, actually, well, well, as what I've mentioned already, you know, uh, you know, if you rent a house, uh, well, to be very honest, well, uh, right now the average size of uh, living in Hong Kong is very small, and uh, you know, in order to minimize the cost of rent, normally I would say, well, uh, we may uh, living in a smaller house and uh, living in a, you know, I would say living in the countryside and uh, that, that, that is a bit far away from the city, and also with the uh, with a poorer. Uh, maintenance quality. That would be a kind of things that we may face and sacrifice. Now, another thing that's a big part of our expenditure is entertainment costs. We like to go out, we like to see friends, we like to have dinners out. How can we try and reduce some costs there so that we can save more? And uh, nowadays, I'm quite sure, you know, uh, when you asked me the same question 10 years ago, I would say, you know, uh, you know, uh, one of my big chunk of uh, monthly ex- expenses is to pay for the paid or cable TV. You know, uh, but nowadays, you know, uh, thanks to the, um, you know, uh, for the smartphone, you know, people can enjoy a lot, a lot of entertainment through their mobile phone. And, um, and uh, the second uh, uh, chunk of the major expenses on a monthly basis would be dining out. And um, nowadays, you know, uh, well, of course, uh, we would uh, encourage people, I would say, to make a cook at home rather than to dine out, you know, to save more money. And uh, nowadays, uh, it seems uh, uh, honkers, uh, you know, has built up a, a new habit of uh, more exercise. I would say um, doing more exercise with friends altogether would not be a bad idea. And um, even, I would say, certainly once a month entertainment outing date or use uh, some, um, you know, coupon, whatever, uh, coupon, I would say, to save some money would not be a, a bad idea. And once you have saved some money out of these things, should you make sure that you automatically save that? Is there a way in which maybe you can automate your savings so that you don't save in one area and then go and spend it again on something else? Well, um, uh, first of all, before you are making the saving decision, uh, you should, um, you know, find a appropriate bank account. You know, because different bank accounts may uh, may have different features. Um, but in the market, you can still, you know, shop around for the uh, appropriate bank account. They would offer you uh, some... Uh, for example, free monthly statements and also uh, no average minimum balance requirement in order to you know, minimize your cost of maintaining, uh, maintaining your account. And, um, and uh, uh, whenever you have some uh, saving plan or saving products, I would encourage you to go for the direct debit ins- installment, DDI, you know, um, uh, for this product. That means, you know, uh, the DDI would uh, deduct the money from your account before you're making a spending decision. They would have a, well, that means, you know, uh, we, are, um, we are surviving in a so-called forced saving environment. They would keep you at least to have a kind of a, a basic security net that you save already. You heard there from Chris Tay at the Institute of Financial Planners of Hong Kong.